0: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Rick Monroe has opened for Eric Church, Dirks Bentley, Aaron Lewis, Charlie Daniels Band, Dwight Yoakam, and many others. He's the seven-time Jägermeister country brand ambassador. From Simpsonville, South Carolina, his down-to-earth country sound resonates with audiences nationwide. In this edition of Americana Music Profiles, Rick and I talk about his life and career and new album, Smoke Out the Window. Hi, Rick. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon.
1: Hey, man. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. Glad to have you on. Good chance to, to chat with you and learn more about your music.
1: Awesome. I'm glad to be here.
0: So it sounds like you've lived around a bunch of different places growing up.
1: Yes, I definitely come by having a gypsy soul uh, legitimately. i probably <laughs> I was born in Clearwater. We moved right to England. And I think we came back, moved to Kansas, Connecticut, North Carolina, back to Florida, Los Angeles, and now I live in uh, Nashville.
0: Okay. Wow. That's a that's a long journey. <laughs> how did how did that. Um, how, how did your music career uh, get born out of out of that bouncing around like that?
1: I think when you when you move around a lot, you you kind of have to. You know, as a kid, you do one of two things: you either become introverted because you just you know don't know how to handle people, or you start kind of like being the funny guy or the entertainer, and you, and you kind of find ways to you know ingratiate yourself to people by by entertaining them or being funny. So I think that that was part of my personality, mm-hmm. and then um. I got into that, and ended up getting into obviously music, because my family was always way into music, as like listening wise. Right. Didn't really have any musicians in the family, but I, I definitely had a lot of, um, you know, music fans. So I got turned on to all kinds of stuff way early, which was great, which I think had a lot of influence.
0: Were you uh, Were you um, musically involved uh, in your high school years? Did this Did this come later for you, or when, uh, when did? We the, did I
1: actually yeah, well, believe it or not, I actually got kicked out of my, my my band, my school band, and I was playing percussions, and I was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I didn't do too well in that, um, although I can play drums, not, not that well, but yeah, that was the only thing I kind of did. And then uh, I, just, I, think I just got into songwriting, and, and that, I think, is where I started to kind of really flourish, and that's where I started to grow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um. W- when when did this become a professional thing for you? When when did this uh, your your career become born out of that?
1: Well, you know, I lived in LA. It was kind of this. It was a weird thing. It was it was a profession, but it was still kind of a rough one because you you know it was, you weren't really you're still having to do extra jobs as well as doing it. You know, because there wasn't enough money to kind of keep you completely sustained. So honestly, when I probably when I moved to Nashville, you know, 10, 11 years ago is when it was one hundred percent. That was you know, how, how I was making my income, and that was the only job I had. Uh-huh.
0: Was it always country music for you?
1: No, I mean, when I started off, it was, um, I learned a lot about singer-songwriting and stuff when I started. And then obviously when I was a kid, I was kind of definitely in the more of the rock field, mm-hmm. you know, and I'd grown up. The biggest thing is, I, I grew up listening to everything from, you know, ACDC to ZZ Top to, you know, Garth Brooks to Hank Jr. So I've always kind of had those influences and in everything I've done.
0: Why, 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 country? Why did that? why did you settle into that as a genre?
1: I think from a songwriting point of view, it gives you more ability to really express yourself. It's like to me, the sensibility of country lyrics um, basically just kind of show the reality of life. You know, not not as much now, but when we got into it because cause it's kind of like pop music is all you know, it's kind of like candy. You know, it's really good. It's it's great for a quick fix, whereas country music's more like meat and potatoes. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of, it's more of a, a, a satisfying meal.
0: I, I read somewhere where you actually referred to your music as blue jean rock. That's a new one for me. Tell me what you meant by that.
1: Well, it's kind of like, you know, fads come and go. You know, there's only this new thing and that new thing, but it kind of seems like blue jeans have been the staple since they've been around. And there's a kind of music that I think is a little bit more timeless, you know, if you can if you can create it in a studio from a natural point of view that never seems to be dated. You know, there's certain effects, there's certain loops, there's certain new gadgets that people use. that definitely you stamp a time you know a time stamp on it. But if you try to make music that's kind of a little bit just is, mm-hmm. I would consider that kind of a blue jean rock that's mm-hmm. always gonna hopefully be relevant.
0: Yeah. You, you mentioned a, a couple of minutes ago songwriting is that a um, uh, are you, w- when you're performing are you performing almost 100% songs that you've written is that is that a, a main piece for your music
1: no yeah, i mean we mix it up i mean you know we you know we i mean some of the biggest artists in the world have been cover bands really if oh, you sure. think about yeah, it yeah you know so we we try to find songs that we enjoy playing that fit in with the originals that we have and create a show that entertains everyone. I mean, our job, once we're done in the studio, once we're performing it, our job is to entertain people. And so, we want to put together the most entertaining set that we possibly can.
0: I, I think I read in the notes that uh, you had said one point that um, the the new CD that you guys have out was actually born out of your live show. Uh, explain that to me.
1: Well, we we've been doing kind of the standard Nashville process of, you know, getting songs, going to a producer, the producer was putting together the band, no one cut at the studio, they kind of had control over the entire process. And um, it was basically all trying to get songs that would be good for radio, and mm-hmm. that was more your focus. Mm-hmm. Then over the last two and a half years, we've been really hitting it hard, and um, we started realizing that certain songs resonated live, and it's like, well, this this feels better. This is more natural. So this time around, we went in, and I used a band, and I used the guys that actually play out live, and we approached it with the same way we approach our show. Mm-hmm. You know, the same. You know, as we looked at the songs, we were like, well, what what works live? What do we feel? What really kind of you know creates energy? What gets the body moving? And that's how we actually developed this this record
0: did you record it that way as well you know as in everybody kind of playing at the same time or did you still use the traditional or the newer traditional methods where you're laying down different tracks and
1: i mean in general all, all the basic stuff was was done right there live i mean we would we would in idea yeah, and studio is it's actually one of my buddies it's like an upstairs room in his house and he has all the drums and all the iso room set up and we'd talk about the song would work it out you know The four of us would I'd go into the booth They'd do the thing And we just kind of Nord it out Yeah That's cool So it was very Very live You know They're obviously Going to overdub A couple things And then we Would have some guys And some guests You know Keyboard players Or something That would actually Add extra stuff afterwards Mm
0: hmm Now this is uh, Smoke out the window Is that right? Do I have that correct? The name of Yes it is Yeah And are these all songs That you've written On this CD?
1: Uh, yeah. Actually, I think everything on there is something I've either written or co-written. There's a couple songs on there I, I, I wrote just by myself, um, Cocaine Cold and Whiskey Shakes and, uh, October. And the rest of them are, are all co-written.
0: And is that already out? Is that out now?
1: No, it's, uh, it doesn't come out until September 21st.
0: Okay. I'm um,
1: sure. There's, like, pre-orders, but I I don't know when this is going to air, so it might or might not make sense to people. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah, and, uh, yeah, I think it'll be, probably by the time people hear this, the CD will already be out, so we can... So, yes, the CD is out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can go get it. You know, we have, actually, we have a limited amount of physical CDs that people can buy, some signed, um, and that's at Thermal Entertainment. They have those, and then we have, uh, obviously, the iTunes, the... Amazon's, the Google Play, all that stuff—it's all going to be available there. Yeah, um, you know, a couple of advanced tracks are available, you know, now. But yeah, so it should all be there. You,
0: you mentioned a couple minutes ago about uh, as a band hitting it really hard. I think I read in the notes where you guys were uh, uh, had like 170 shows last year, 120,000 miles out on the road. What what is that like? As a, I mean, that that puts you out. A lot. How, how do you mix yeah. that and, and try to try to have a life too?
1: <laughs> yeah, we well, actually underestimate. We did before more like 170 thousand miles, but that's okay. Yeah, we don't want to scare people. Right. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you know, the thing is, the good thing is, is we live in Nashville, so we can basically go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday, and come on. Okay, it's just we do a lot of miles in between, and so when you're playing, you know, three to four shows a week, it starts to add up pretty quickly. You know, we we do a couple long runs. But you know, I'm usually home Sunday morning. You okay. know, it's like tonight we're we're we have um we're going to be taking off for a show. I'll leave at like ten or eleven o'clock. You know, the bus driver will show up. Actually, we have a bus. It's not a bus and it's not a van. It's like a big transit with bunks. Okay. So it's, it's bigger than a van, but yeah. it's smaller than a bus. Okay. So we call it a bus. A bus.
0: Okay. So um, <laughs>
1: yeah, and then we'll we'll ride up there tomorrow morning. We'll get there. Um, we'll play. We'll play the shows Friday and Saturday, and then probably take off after the show Saturday and be home Sunday morning. Now, Sunday are these
2: uh,
0: several different shows or are multiple shows in one location?
1: Um, this one's a casino, so we'll probably be doing just you know, like just two shows okay. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Um, last week we did. We played Charleston, um, Georgetown, South Carolina, and then we, we had to play. Uh, you know that's where we went, but we had like. We had three shows last week. This week we're only doing two shows. I think I'm actually off next week, and then the next week that we're doing our, our CD release, we have like five shows. Yeah, okay. So we're doing, but that's just acoustic. That's just my bass plan and I.
0: Okay, and you've gotten open for uh, a lot of different, uh, pretty big name folks in the country world: Eric Church and Dierks Bentley, yeah. Aaron Lewis. What's What's it like working with those guys uh, versus you know doing your own your own headlining
1: show? Well, there's a lot more people when they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the best thing the best thing about it is, is not only did we get to open for them, but I actually got the opportunity to tour with them, which is the, the, the difference in that is, you know, you can go play a fair festival and open for a lot of these guys and never really get to meet anybody or get to see what's going on. But when you get out on a 30, 40-day tour, you start to really know people, their crew, and see how they work. And um, everybody that I've had the opportunity to tour with, especially like that, um has been extremely gracious. They're great to learn from. They all know how to do their jobs well. They're all super great people. They're legit. They're all very, just, it's it's always been inspiring to watch everyone from, you know, Dirk Bentley puts out a hell of a show every single night, so does Louis Price. You know, Aaron Lewis has got his quirky way about him, but every night he is, like, phenomenal. Yeah. So that's one thing you learn. You're like, okay, that's something I have to, try to strive to be I need to be like that I need to always be at my best Uh
0: uh so uh, my next question and you kind of led into that was uh, being out with those guys sounds like um, you're able to pull uh, that those experiences back into your own performance style then
1: yeah well, you definitely pick up you know if you're smart you're going to pick up things and watch things that they do and things that work for you I mean obviously you know you just can't go out and mimic them because you know what you do on stage has to be genuine, sure, yeah. which kind of leads to the record. The other thing is, is what is genuine. And if you can find the genuine spot on stage and then translate that into genuine performance in the studio, I think that's what people gravitate towards.
0: Mm-hmm. Do, how does that translate back down into when you are thinking about writing songs? Are, are, are you just... Are you always writing, or do you write with a specific new record, new kind of mindset approach?
1: No, I'm always writing. I mean, you know, I've gone through phases where I, you know, I kind of slow down a little bit, because when you live in Nashville, I mean, you do writing meetings, and so I was doing two to three writing meetings a day for a while when I first moved here, hmm. and then I write with different writers, I write for other artists, um, you know, and I've got a bunch of... You know, most people cut songs. I mean, smaller artists, but I mean, we've had prizes, you know, like, last night. I think about like twelve songs cut by different people. Oh, cool. Okay, and um, you know, none of them have hit big yet. Which I keep praying. <laughs> and I keep hoping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's but it's cool that you know I have the opportunity to write something that other people want to do. Yeah. So that's amazing. Actually, it's it's like such a blessing. But um. Um, when we were doing this record, there was probably more focus on some writing. I knew as we started, we never really went to do a record. I was just going to go and cut some songs for an EP. Okay. The EP ended up going into a record because as I kept writing, I kept finding songs I thought would work really well for this. Mm-hmm. And, um, I do know the very last song we wrote, Truth in the Story, was we had an opportunity to do one song where I already had all the tracks done. or we'll write a brand new song. And just like, just check out this groove, and that literally was written in the studio on the spot, hmm. cut hmm. and done.
0: That's cool. W- what does the tour look like for this record? What kind of what kind of venues will you find yourself in, or do you, do you find a particular style of audience that resonates with your music?
1: At this point, man, we, we have such a wide range of people. It, it, you know, we, we just, we're kind of an odd band. We could literally, and we have played for open for bands like the Oak Ridge boys
0: uh-huh.
1: all the way to bands like saliva.
0: Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we,
1: we are yeah. set can range in between that and still satisfy the audience. So, you know, we, we're very open to all kinds of different touring. We you know we're not just linear. Like we have to be on a country tour. We have to be doing this. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're looking to try to expand our fan base out of that. Yeah. And, uh, being out with Aaron Lewis was a, a really big eye-opener in that, because you know, he was with Stained, but he's out doing Aaron Lewis.
0: Yeah, yeah, So I'd
1: see a bunch of his Stained fans come up to me like, well, we're not big country fans, but we like you and we like him. So
0: <laughs> That's cool, yeah, you know. okay.
1: And I mean, like another little tidbit on the record, uh, one of the songs I wrote with the guys from Hinder.
0: Oh, cool, okay.
1: Yeah, and actually, that's, we cut most of it in their studio, hmm. and then I brought it back, and then I had my guys... You know, play like the bass, the drums, and uh, and some stuff on that.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Do you? Yeah, it's a song called "All Tribe."
0: Do you? Um, do you travel with a, a set band? I mean, when you go out, is it uh, Rick Monroe or is it a, a a band name that goes along with you? Same guys all the time, kind of thing, or how does that work?
1: Most of the time, it is. National's kind of weird in that sense. I mean, my bass player is pretty much my that's my guy, Sam Persons. He's you know he helped me even wrote on the record. Uh-huh. He's he's the consistent one. We've had, we have different players at different times because Nashville is kind of one of those places that there's so much work and so many people are working that, you know, I might not be able to get people for certain weekends. Yeah. But I have like four different guys that can, that know the show on guitar. I oh, have cool. Okay. five or six different guys on drums that know the show. And so I literally, you know, I say, here's my schedule, you know, here are my first call guys and they're like, well, I can do this weekend and this weekend, but I can't do that weekend. i okay. like, all right. Yeah. So have this, and which is a little different. Which I I know for rock guys, it's always such a weird thing. They're like, "This is the band you were here with last week." I'm like, "Yeah, (laughs) pretty." It is the same band; it's just different players. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. (laughs) Um, So, do you? How far out do you think? What's What's the future like? What do do you What are you hoping for? What are your You know, where do you want to see this be in five years for you? Kind of thing.
1: Well, I mean, I, I just hope it keeps growing. I mean, the only thing you can ask for is a is a consistent growth. Where you keep you know you keep building fans and people that you know really enjoy what you're doing that you find a way to keep connecting with them, and just I just want to be able to keep playing, keep writing, and keep growing mm-hmm. I mean obviously you know everybody wants to shoot for the moon, and that'd be awesome, yeah, but i'm a, I'm kind of a pragmatic person where my biggest thing is I just want to make sure that I can keep doing what I'm doing,
0: sure, yeah,
1: you know, and i want to, and, I, and I love doing what I do, so as long as I can keep keep you know the ball bouncing and, and the wheels rolling, that's uh, what I want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So the, the new record is Smoke Out the Window, depending on when you guys are hearing this. Uh, it's either out, just out, or coming out in a in a week or two. And uh, Yeah. Uh, how how can people, um, you mentioned a limited number of copies, how can people get a copy of it physically if they want to? How can they find you, learn more about your music?
1: Rickmanro.com kind of has everything okay. it has my splash page it, it'll have links to buying the physical cds obviously come to a show and we'll have some CDs in. um but rickmanor.com has got all my social media because i'm on instagram facebook twitter snapchat we have a pandora station um with my pandora station's really good
0: yeah
1: i, yeah, I, cool. I finally said i listened to it it's I was really, I was, I was very proud to have, yeah. it's got like Cadillac 3 and Whiskey Myers and Hank Jr. And oh, cool. Dini, okay. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm so proud of this.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll have to take it out.
1: We have, yeah, we have um, Spotify. We need, we definitely need as much Spotify love as we can get. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've, everything's out there. It's just, you know, people just need to pick it up and you have a lot of fun. If you look at through our Instagram, we, we, we're, we're a very odd band, but we, I think we have some fun stuff. We always we always post some pretty funny things. Yeah. We have a weird mascot named Oliver that shows up. And,
0: <laughs> cool. You know. Cool. Good. Yeah, Rick, you were telling me about your podcast. Let's let's make sure people know about <laughs> yeah, that too.
1: Um I have a podcast <laughs> called Road Life. Um it's it's obviously available everywhere and it's all stories from people on the road. Everything from a PGA golfer to a buddy who works in Nascar, a couple guys who do NASCAR i other the musicians, tour managers, security guards, bus drivers, anyone who makes a living on the road, I've been interviewing them. And I think we've got about 13 episodes so far. Sweet. And it's called Road Life. Yeah. Monroe's Road Life. And cool. um, I'd love to have people check that out, too, because you get to hear some really amazing stories from some great people. You know, and everything from, you know, one of the guys from Saving Able just did it, uh, you know, and we're getting people every day to, keep doing we do a bi-weekly so um yeah Yeah. people will check that out too that's the other one
0: well thanks rick i appreciate it man and uh, certainly wish you guys the best and we'll look forward to to catching you down the road here somewhere
1: thank you brother i really appreciate it man
0: thanks again for tuning in to this episode of americana music profiles find us on itunes at americana music profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com